Hello everyone, this is Ringo and welcome to episode 38 of Big on the Inside. I am joined as always with Nickname. Hello, hello, hello. 38, oh my lord, we are getting closer and closer to the big 5-0, this is crazy. Um, before we reveal what's in store for this episode, Nick, how has life treated you since we last, uh, last had a chat? Um, it's been pretty eventful, I mean... Uh, Vivid was probably the biggest highlight to come out of the past month or so. Um, yep. For the, those of you that don't know, Vivid is like a huge light festival that happens in Sydney. Um, there was some really cool stuff to look at. And there was an entire section of Vivid where you actually... Like, there's like an archway. And like, they've got like projectors. And they show like storyboarding from like from every Pixar movie. Oh, wow. So they go from, like, storyboards to, like, art to final product for every movie that's been made by Pixar. Uh, and I went with um, uh, my sister, her boyfriend, and my girlfriend. So that was a... That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I got sick shortly after, <laughs> which was oh, no. massively convenient. But, um, yeah, no, a lot of this month has been me being sick, which is really annoying because I want to stop being sick. <laughs> That's the dream, Nick, right there. Like last sick. month was hit, like last month I was really sick. This month I'm a lot better, as you can tell. I don't sound dead inside. <laughs> I hope, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, just stuff like that. I mean, I recently bought Team Sonic Racing, and just the other day I bought Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, and Ooh, they fun. are both really good games. Obviously. Crash Team Racing kind of gets the upper edge because it's just the controls are a bit more better. Um, yeah, and I finished finally I finished off Lego Harry Potter the other day, so now hey, yeah, that's another game down on my list. And then we'll be back to Spyro and Spider Man shortly. Um, uh, also, uni is officially done for the semester, so it's all about Woo-hoo. preparing for the next semester <laughs> semester of uni. Um, yeah, and I'm just really. This is this is technically the first week. Like my exam was last, was the Monday. This we're recording on the Sunday, so the Monday was when my exam was. So I've just enjoyed the past couple of days, just winding it down and not having to think and make my brain hurt every now and then. It's fun, and I'm glad it's over for now. <laughs> um, how about you? How have you been? Has yours um, been as eventful as mine? Not really. Uni's done for the semester, and I've just got a lot of free time. Yeah, a lot of free time. Job hunting, watching movies. Ah, oh, lovely. Just trying to help out Job hunting. House. Yeah. How, how lovely well. that is. Um, it's yeah. I'm luckily I'm still surviving on my, on my last job's money, but yeah. With uh, the Melbourne Film Festival coming up next in two months' time, I definitely need it. You know, that won't last very long. So um, hopefully, you know. But yeah, just. Nothing much, honestly. Not sick, thank God. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but no, pretty uneventful. Um, that's good. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is June, so for us it's like middle of winter, so it's always very mm-hmm. dour and depressing. There's not a whole lot of yeah. like going I mean, out and stuff. Um, I love winter, but it can get pretty, you know. Yes. Wintery. Also, <laughs> you saw a movie earlier on today that we are going to get to I- in the, later on in this episode. 
Ooh, I know we're going to talk about that much. Okay, I'm keen. Um, I did just watch the film. It was good. It's a bit of an indie film. Would you yes, do you agree? It's, it's 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 a foreign film. Yeah. It's um it's called uh let me get the, the proper Italian title up. <laughs> it's called oh shit that didn't work. Historia de Jut. This is the French title. Yeah. Historia de Jut Four. Oh, I say four in French. Yeah, it's four. about a group of. Uh, <laughs> you, just, you, so, you do so well, then you say four. <laughs> well, four didn't translate. I didn't want to type it out. No, I, I watched Toy Story 4 after a little mini marathon of the first three films over the past week. Yes. And oh my yes. god. So, one of the broadcast networks oh, that, that is on had been doing a Toy Story marathon, and Toy Story 2 was on last night. And oh, oh was it? my god. Oh, yes, it was on last night, and it is. Amazing, like it is. I'm so glad oh. that Stan has them all because we watched them, because we couldn't watch them on the on like telly, because of some reason I forgot why. So I'm th- so thankful Stan had it. I'm so thankful that Toy Story Two still holds up, because oh, I can't believe how amazingly it holds up. That's even like the animation. It's a four year gap from the first and the second. The, the animation is still like it's much better. And it, 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 it's it's definitely. I mean, obviously three and four's animation is better, but as far as like the Toy Story 2 animation still works today. It's, you know, like, you don't really wince, or you don't really go, eh. It's, it's one, not as jarring with, like, one. One's yeah. animation. I mean, one's a great, has amazing writing, and I always love it, but the animation is definitely a weak spot. Um, <laughs> Mrs. Nesbitt is definitely the highlight of Toy Story. Mrs. Nesbitt. Um, but, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm Toy story now. <laughs> you could say. I've Yeah. Finally, know where I sat on three after watching it for the first time in several years. The thing about three, and I'm gonna definitely notice this when rewatching it um, next this coming Saturday, is that I think the animation for Toy Story three really holds up. It really does. But I don't. I think a lot of people love that movie mostly because of its ending, more so than I feel like I maybe overrated it only because. Everything past incinerator scene, everything past that is like, I was in tears. Yeah. I thought this was a masterpiece, and then once it ended and I sat on it, I thought, okay, but the first two thirds, as as fantastic as the setting is, I mean, a kindergarten is an awesome set. Oh, sorry, a daycare is an awesome setting. It's not the best, uh, in terms of just, you know, I don't know. The ending is amazing, but I see what you mean. I feel like <laughs> what drives it for everybody. Is that nostalgia and that just depressing, bittersweet and happy all in one? So it's definitely one of those films that I think might be a bit overrated. Maybe I hate using that word though, but I don't. I I, I think the first act is really lazy in how it sets everything up. Not not. I mean, don't get me wrong. The freaking start of the film with the, you know, the the montage. Oh no, the, no! With the um, the, the real life imagining yeah. of the thing, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. But I'm talking about how it sets up the boxes and stuff. Like, I'm not usually one to to shout oh, plot conveniences because I'm not that type of guy. I find that really annoying. Yeah. But they're so noticeable. It's it's insane how like easy everything happens and how like like contrived it all is. So that that said, it's still a fun. There's still some high stuff going on, but it it really is the ending. I agree. It really is those last ten minutes for me. That make it, you know. Well, the the thing is, does okay. So this is my question. We'll probably get more into it when we talk about the Toy Story Four. But right, 
my I think for a lot of people, myself included, yes, we're cons- well, we we were concerned that Toy Story three had such an amazing bookend with like the clouds and it being mirroring the stars. That's true. Yeah. Does Toy Story four have a reason to exist? Yes. Okay. I won't. I don't want to spoil too much, but I will say Toy Story three is the Andy's ending, and Toy Story four is Woody's. It's very much not. It very much cements itself as. Yes, we could have not made this, and it still would have been great. Yeah. But Forky does sort of. I mean, I don't know. Forky definitely just sort of makes things interesting for a bit, and then we get into like the real sort of themes and stuff. Forky's interesting because yeah, he, he can come across as very. Annoying. <laughs> he come across quite a little bit annoying in the trailer. Is He's, it is it toned down a, in the final film? <laughs> if you don't love at least like Forky, then I think there's something wrong with you. Okay. He does get annoying in the first act, but that quickly wipes away. So, and he, um, he's very lovable. Tony Howard does a great job. Okay. I feel like should we talk about Toy Story now since we're um no well, into I think it? I think we, we we may as well just transition into the because we're gonna we're gonna do a recap right so yes of so. Course. So this is going to be Doctor Who, the anticipated 2019 movies, and Oof. a bit of E3. Okay. We're going to try to c- condense this before we get into the the meat of this, which is obviously the commentaries. That's what you're obviously here for. So we'll try to delay you too long. But anyway. <laughs> so, are you ready to know about what you picked? Do you remember what you picked, by the way, for the 2019 anticipated movies? I know it's been a while. I- I mean, I just got a little refresher, but little do I know that my anticipated list has changed massively. Yeah. And the ones I have at the moment are actually probably coming out this year. <laughs> so, ah, <laughs> oh, man. If I, I, it always happens. There's, as the year progresses, it always like happens May, to you. Let's be especially honest. during like April and June, April to May, that's when I actually have my picks yeah. properly. That's when I know because, you know, new films get announced, all these days actually happen. Whereas, you know. Oh well, I will take the L again. I'll take the loss. I will. You know, <laughs> you've already take... you've already realised you've lost I, it's ha- this year. It's happened as well. once. I, I I pick the indie films and only half of them actually make it through, and new ones get released that I love that I want to see more. It's just how it works. But you know, let's do this. Let's get it over and done. All right. So the thing is, actually, this year, all of the movies that we picked so far that have come out have been positive. Every single one <laughs> they've is been good. 50 and above <laughs> which is what I'm deeming positive so um you ready you ready you sure you ready for this no but I'll get I'll get through it I'll get through it <laughs> okay so for the unanimous picks only 4 out of the 8 have come out recently have Ooh, actually come out how nice we're halfway through that's, that's yeah it's sure pretty good through. you anyway, know it is pretty nice yeah so the first one that we got was Pokemon Detective Pikachu that was an IMD, IMDb rating of 6.8 and a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 66, so it's an average of 67. Did you well, see uh, this movie? <laughs> I did. It is the best video game film I have seen. I agree. Um, given as of recent years, the options were Assassin's Creed, where I fell asleep. Um, what else came out? <laughs> I don't remember. Warcraft, video game movies are Warcraft came a, out. Angry, did not see that. Angry Birds movie. I don't really want to. Didn't see that one either. To be fair, it's the best I've seen. Yeah. I don't want to hate on Warcraft and stuff because I haven't seen them, but I don't think I will like them as much as I Also, like it's Pikachu. got the director from... 
Duncan Jones was Warcraft. I was trying to think of the name, yeah. Oh, that's it, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I mean, he's, Moon's amazing, he's, he's a great director, but I just have no interest in watching that. Whereas Pikachu, sort with my brother, he's obsessed with Pokemon so much, and I thought, oh, you know what, it, it looks fun. It's like a mystery film, I'll watch it. And I liked it a lot, so. So my thinking, to that. my thinking with this was like, like in the past, I'm like, what's the perfect 7 out of 10 movie? <laughs> Detective Pikachu is the it perfect really is. 7 out of 10 movie. It really, really is. It's it's a fun time, but it doesn't do anything spectacular. It is, it it's not, not it's not bad by any means. Do not take that as, like, it's bad. No, no. It's like, actually really, really enjoyable. Rating. It's really good, and what they do is really fun. But, like, it's, it's, it's... Once you watch it, it's a seven out of ten. It's you can. It's nothing higher, nothing lower. It's just, it's just there. It's a perfect seven. So yeah. that's just my scaling for a seven out of ten. It's it's so bizarre because like, <laughs> you don't like until you watch it, you don't understand why it's a seven out of ten. But then you watch it and you're like, yeah, that was a really fun time. I'd watch that again. Not amazing, but I'd watch it again. Bill Nye still has a show though. Pun. Bill Nye. Oh, oh my god. god. Yeah. He absolutely steals it. <laughs> and um Ryan Reynolds, we won't we won't spoil the ending, but he does a great job to take Pikachu. Of course. Amazing. Um so uh, I'm gonna skip over the next one because I'll save that to the end. Uh, mm-hmm. the next one we'll go is Lego Movie Two, the second part. IMDB gave it a rating of seven, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a rating of eighty six and make an average of seventy eight. Oh, um, I have not seen this. this. I have not seen me Lego neither. Movie 2 yet. It's weird because I really, really like the first one. It's like a strong A out of 10 for me. I think it's really, re- like, clever and, you know, rewatchable and just the world building is stellar. But I just did not really feel like watching the second one. I probably will eventually, but... I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think, I mean, it seems like it's... good reviews. Right? Yeah. Like, it, people liked it. I don't think they liked it much of the first one. I mean, it's hard to beat that one. Yeah. But... I still thought it was, I know, people said it was good, I don't know. I'm excited to watch it, I will eventually get around to doing so, it's just, I don't know, I've just been prioritising other movies and people, like, Detective Pikachu was one I watched with a mate, like, (laughs) sometimes you just have to get me out of the house, otherwise I won't watch a movie. Um, But yeah, I'm really glad The Lego Movie 2 actually lived up to the hype of its original. Probably in, like, an Incredibles 2 kind of way, Mm -hmm. but, you know... Like, like it's still really good, but I don't think it surpasses the original. But it's still a really fun time, regardless. For sure, for sure. Um, and then the other one that we'll get to before the big one, uh, Glass. <laughs> IMDb gave a rating of seven point ah, zero. Yes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it thirty-seven. <laughs> so averages Whoa. out to be a fifty-three. <laughs> hey, just positive. Just a pass. <laughs> I have not seen Glass. <laughs> Me neither. I really liked Unbreakable. Split was decent, but. I just don't know. Didn't really feel like watching it. I guess. Unbreakable that's, was, I think. That's it. It's so weird. Unbreakable and like um, the Sixth Sense were like. I feel like they were flukes, for Emma. <laughs> they had to be flukes. There's no way. I haven't seen much of the other stuff, so I can't say. But yeah, his his pornography is definitely a mixed bag in terms of. You've watched the happening, reception. surely, haven't you? I have not. No. Oh my god! You need to watch the happening. It's it's <laughs> so funny. You you just you need to watch it at some point. Okay, okay. Just as just as shits and giggles, you will find the movie you will not take seriously. You'd feel like it was a comedy, but you know for a fact it's not. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It does. You need to see it as soon as possible. 
Um, but yeah, Glass. Look, I- I've heard most people were just divisive towards about the ending part. I don't care personally because I haven't seen it. Um, but I'll take their word for it. Um, yeah, that's really all I have to say about Glass. <laughs> James McAvoy awesome. would probably be the best part of that movie. Let's be honest. Um, and then of course the big one that we have unanimously unanimously um, a movie that I have seen now three times in the cinema <laughs> oh damn three times it beat the record of two times from last year which was Infinity War this year obviously <laughs> Avengers Endgame the big one you know every person and their mum has probably seen this movie <laughs> almost almost beat uh, Avatar but I don't think it's going to surpass it um, which is a shame, but you know, it had a rating of uh, IMDb gave it eight point seven, Rotten Tomatoes gave it ninety four, which averages out to be ninety. <sighs> have you seen it? I presume you have. <laughs> I don't even know what this movie is. It sounds pretty bad to me. Yeah, it sounds pretty uneventful. Yeah, <laughs> and drab, <laughs> and you know, it's yeah. very dull. <laughs> very dull. <laughs> have you seen it? Nah, I, I thought I was, I was too the sick. The three to go. times was bullshit. Oh my yeah. god, Nick, you just, you just lied to the entire f- podcast. Anyway, yes, I've seen this movie. Yes, I liked it. No, it's not my favorite my MCU film. Yes, it's number three. No, I won't take backlash. Yes, that's it. Wait, so Iron Man three is still your number one? Iron Man three, Guardians two, then Endgame. Ooh, that is how it is. Interesting. Guardians don't hit, 2 don't, over don't Guardians 1. What is it about Guardians 2 that you love? Guardians about? 2 is just a step up in every way imaginable. Yeah. And I think the Cat Stevens bit is just fucking gold. I do think the villain is eh. But I think the pathos makes up for it. And Iron Man 3 is just bloody amazing. To be fair, Ego, yeah. like, the, even though he was a pretty shit villain, like... It's Kurt oh, Russell. you know, he, like, it's, <laughs> it's Kurt Russell, you know, man. <laughs> he, he does the best with it for sure. He's a great actor, but sorry, as far as villains go, I wasn't particularly. I don't know. It's Kurt Russell slash David Hasselhoff, like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. So you know, you get the best of both worlds. But yeah, Endgame. Like, we don't really need to describe that. You, no, you, everyone's everyone's seen, seen it. it. Everyone you don't need to. Everyone has their opinion on it. Everyone, you, you know, either love or you hate it, but guarantee you've already given Disney money anyway, so <laughs> at the end of the day, that's all they care about. Indeed, indeed. Um, so, before we get to my unique picks, I'm just <laughs> going to put you under the pedestal for a second here. Love it. So love being made fun of on the podcast <laughs> again. Okay, hit me, Nick. All right, so... I'll fucking bat it down. Go on. Six unique picks. Knives yes. Out. Hasn't come out yet. <laughs> Still my most anticipated film of the year by a long shot. Oh, yeah. Go. Surprisingly. Like, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see. I hope it lives up to your expectations. I, I, re- I mean, I just saw uh, recently my second most anticipated film of the year, which was on this list, which was Parasite. And I gave that a perfect rating. So now I wonder if Knives Out can even, you know, match up to Parasite. Yeah. Probably not. But I've heard a lot of it's a Ryan Johnson so, yeah. who done it. So you bet your ass I'm going to fucking see it. <laughs> Regardless. I'm so keen for it. I hope it's not. Yeah. A, I hope it's not another mute situation for you, where you've been oh, like so hyped. I so really hope not. I mean, he, I, has he made a bad film? I've se- uh, Looper's great. I haven't seen Brick, but people like Brick. <laughs> then you have Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. People hate Last Jedi. <laughs> I, don't give a sh- I liked it, so it works for me. People Last Jedi like is just a, this just a hole that we're not going into again. Brothers <laughs> Bloom. Ooh, this looks cool. People like it, so 
I, I feel I like he doesn't it, have any... I really do hope it lives up to your expectations, man. I mean, this has been a project that he's been passionate about for a while. And Frank Oz is in it. How... And Christopher Plummer, and Tony Collette, and Chris Evans, and Daniel Craig, and Lakeith Stanfield, the, uh, Stanfield, those two are playing the detectives. Like, this movie is going to be so good for the cast alone, and I really hope it lives up to... I mean, you thought that about Mama and the... Mama and the... I was fucking Mama and the Orient Express. I need to get my Doctor Who out of my ass every sometimes. Murder on the Orient Express. I mean, you thought about that, and it was passing. Yeah, well... Cast doesn't mean everything. Got to be careful. It doesn't. Luckily... No offense to, what's its face, the director Ken. I forgot Ken his name. Brenner? Yeah, I think he's great, but Ryan Johnson is making a new story. He's he he, he described it as Agatha Christie like, but he doesn't have the burden of trying to like adapt one of my favorite books of all time into a film. Yeah, he has you know, it's a similar setup I imagine in terms of like, the vibe and the mood, but it's his very own story. So, hopefully, I'm praying with a really passionate prayer that it lives up to my suggestions. But, we'll see. We'll see. Um, That's my passion rant on a film that hasn't even come out yet. Continue. <laughs> well, the second one is a is a mute scenario, which is possibly delayed forever. We're talking possibly about the, the, modern, the modern ocean. The modern ocean is Shane Carruth's dream... I don't know if it was a dream project, but project that is too good to be true because... You know, it ain't coming out. It's, it's it's an indie <laughs> film that's by a director that's not famous, so it's probably not going to be a thing. Which is a shame because, again, great cast was going to be involved, and I love the premise idea. I love anything that involves ships and boats and just anything on the ocean. I think is fucking fascinating. But again, very shallow way to be excited for a film. But that's how it was at my at the time of my anticipated picks picking yeah. picking picks. But I hope, yeah. I hope in 2020 comes around you have a lot better in regards to oh I that thing though I have actually to coming out I have to be careful because I don't know picking films that early is always going to be a bitch for me if I'm picking indie stuff oh I know I'll, that's I'll why try I didn't play it safer that's why I didn't do I'll that I'll definitely play it safer <laughs> you need to win you need to win buddy I need to win big yeah. and I will oh I will <laughs> it's just way. not this year or my last time year, or the year before <laughs> my time will come one day um, the, the true yeah. underdog story. <laughs> Picking <laughs> movies that actually come out. Um, another movie that hasn't come out yet, Star Wars Episode Nine, which we now know is The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. I might see it. I'm not sure. I kind of need another trailer to sell me on it. I'm still not 100% Rise sold on Sky. it. That's fair. I have not seen the trailer, and I won't see the trailer, and I will go in blind, because... I did that for the first time for a big budget film last year, for Last Jedi, yep. and it was amazing, <laughs> knowing literary, sorry, literally nothing. So yeah, look, I'm really keen for this one only because Ryan Johnson has just given the things to the fans so much by just, like, you know, I'm doing so <laughs> much like, shit. The only way is up from here, apparently. <laughs> but not, 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 not so much that, but so much that now J.J. Abrams does not need to replicate a film. I love Force Awakens, but nothing new happened in that movie. Yeah. With 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 this film now, J.J. Abrams has a lot of pieces that are very not scrambled, but they're not you know, they're not what the fans had in mind. So now I, I feel like he has more creative control in terms of giving us something new. So hopefully he does that because I don't know, I think he's a good director. I love the Star Trek film, the first one. Um Super Eight was I forgot that I don't remember that movie. 
But you don't remember you know, Super 8 a lot about the train? I vaguely remember it. I, I saw it. But I don't know how I felt about that because it's been a while since I've seen it. But I f- he did so good with Force Awakens despite the fact that it wasn't really anything new. So surely with something new he can make, you know, an amazing Star Wars film. Yeah. But my one we concern, will see. Well, my one concern is that Abrams isn't great with endings. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, look at Lost. <laughs> like, have not seen Lost, so I don't know if... I'll just laugh along with you. Yeah. Anyway. One day I'll watch it, so don't spoil it. Uh, Domino. This next one. Oh, <laughs> Getting concerned? <laughs> Domino came, it saw nothing, and it fell in a pile of shit. I have not seen it, nor do I want to see it. And that's... Wait, so it actually hasn't come out yet? <laughs> oh, well, reviews are out, and they're not good. Uh, <laughs> I didn't actually IMDb. check, because I wasn't certain it actually had 4. come out 4.5 on IMDb, 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. But, for some strange unearthly reason, one critic at RogerEbert.com gave it 3.5 out of 4. So, <laughs> once again, for De Palma's new stuff, same with most directors in that time, not uh, some directors in that time, because I know, obviously, Scorsese is still going strong. But with a, a lot of directors' new, a lot of directors' new works, it's very, very divisive. Usually, you know, going to the lower end. So, obviously, there are people who probably like this, who are fans of his new work. But for the most part, it did not get good ratings. So that is a shame. This is my first loss of the year. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is not a good sign, though. <laughs> I don't care. I will always risk my. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. So if I believe it's forty point five and Rotten Tomatoes is thirty two, that makes that You only work it out here now. Okay, you can just, you're gonna stay quiet. Thirty six. I believe it's thirty six and it doesn't really matter because you failed. <laughs> it's still <laughs> it's still bad. Um speaking about other things that we are now not certain if they're gonna come out. Um I'm thinking of ending things. <laughs> Okay. okay, so this is something we literally I don't found know. out. <laughs> this is something I we literally know. found out since today. So we, we might might not even come out this year. Charlie Kaufman, we love him. He's a great guy, but there's been some casting changes. So obviously, it's not going to be coming out this year. If it is, it'll be a miracle. Um, because Brie Larson was first announced to be playing the main part, and she's not there anymore. She got replaced with Jesse Buckley. So, so, with such a big casting change, <laughs> I assume it's a 2020 release. So, <laughs> that's another loss for me. But I believe my boy Charlie. He wrote Eternal Sunshine of the Bloody Spotless Mind. That movie's a masterpiece. So, yes, I is. will stand by him no matter what. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, I agree. Okay. That, that was a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, every yeah you know what? I, I'll take it. I know, I'm not good with his picks, but I will go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next year, buddy. <laughs> Maybe next year. Because two of them aren't coming out, and two of them have. The one that has redeemed you somewhat, you picked a lead about an angel. I did? Oh, okay. You did. <laughs> IMDb gave it a 7.6, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 60. I liked it. Average of 68. Have you seen it? Yes, I liked it. I feel like if I did not see it on the big screen, I would have... Maybe not have been interested. It's definitely a big screen viewing. As anything with Cameron's name attached to it. Um, I think the world building is pretty freaking good. Writing's dodgy, but 
<laughs> I don't really care. Can't win them um, And Rosa Salazar is freaking awesome. So that's my take. She does a great job as a leader. And even though it basically feels like... It's weird because with like manga and shit and the Japanese... I think it's... I think it was the Japanese. I feel like I don't want to flip up. Anyway, whatever it was based on, the way they like have their three acts are very different to what we're used to. So when you watch the film, if you ever watch the film, anybody who has seen it might know what I mean. But structurally, it feels a bit weird. Yeah. And it definitely, it definitely doesn't end with like a concrete sort of like definitive end. We're done. Yeah. Because it's it's it feels almost like an episodic thing, which isn't bad. But unless it has a sequel, which it might, which it might not. Yeah. You know, it definitely feels unique, and for that, I have to give it credit. It's um, interesting because this this sparked a whole leader versus Captain Marvel situation. Oh, what a stupid! What the fuck's the point of that? <laughs> I don't understand when people just put films against each other for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Two different films just because, oh wait, they're starring women. It's just, it's embarrassing, honestly. But, oh well. People be <laughs> people. Like, and I decided to watch neither, so I'm, I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would, I would enjoy Captain Marvel, but I feel like I'm going to wait till hopefully one day when people stop making YouTube videos about it being shit. Yeah. Because, um, <laughs> now, I, I'm not going to say the... The, the shitty people have ruined the film for me. That's not it. I'm sure the movie's like fun and all, but yep. I don't really want to go into that right now. So I think I'll watch it one day. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be pretty confident with my assumption and say that it will probably be the the inferior MCU movie out of the three coming out this year. That's fair. I am very excited for the next one, even though I thoroughly felt like Endgame would cease my MCU hype once and for all. Yeah. But no. Not at all. <laughs> Spider-Man's next. You always Spider-Man, get, get lulled in my first superhero. I can't. Jake Gyllenhaal, like, hello. They know what they're doing yeah. in terms of hyping me up. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> by the way, um, so for, we didn't mention it, but these are the five that were left when you're asking unanimous. So, Irishman, which was Scorsese. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and It mm-hmm. Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That looks sick. I love the look at that. <laughs> um, it Chapter 2, I mean, if it's as solid as It Chapter 1, it shouldn't have any problems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm really excited for Far From Home. I really hope yeah. that... Because the problem with Far From Home is that it essentially has to follow up from Endgame. Like, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> um, Alright, so... My unique picks. We're going to leave... Yes. So, I, I also had six unique picks. Five of them have come out. <laughs> <laughs> one of them um, is the one that I was iffy about, but I'm okay with it anyway. So, the first one on my list. John Wick 3 Parabellum. IMDb gave it an 8. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 90, averaging 85. Have you seen John Wick 3, buddy? <laughs> I have not seen John Wick 1 and 2, so no. Oh my god, John Wick 1 is so good. <laughs> I know they're probably great movies, and I know they're probably great movies, but I just, you know. Yeah. Haven't got around to it. I, I will one day. And it's Keanu Reeves, okay? <laughs> I mean, I hear the fourth one's being made now, so I'll just watch the three and prepare, to prepare for that one. <laughs> Whenever that comes out. Reeves is just a special boy, you know. Yeah, we, we love... Everyone loves Keanu Reeves. Come on. <laughs> Surprisingly, won't be the only time that Reeves will be mentioned in this podcast. But anyway, <laughs> I think there'll be two more about the mentions. Just, anyway, so that next one was Us. Uh, Jordan Peele. Um, mm-hmm. 
that was a IMDb of 7.4, Rotten Tomatoes 94, average of 84. So, us. Me neither. I feel bad. Me neither. I feel bad, but... But I'm glad it did well. <laughs> I'm glad it did well. <laughs> I'm glad it did well so I can feel myself um, with George. And then if we, if we were to combine John Wick 3 and us, you'd get Toy Story 4. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's go, let's talk about Toy Story Four. So you saw it recently? Um, okay, I saw it l- like literally yeah. like. Four IMDb hours, gave so, it yeah, an eight point six. So. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a ninety eight. Average of ninety two. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Wow. So does it have a reason to exist? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. I don't think we. Don't, don't think Toy Story 5 minutes to exist. So you definitely think that they should have done 4? When 4 was first... I feel like it's... We've got to finish now. When I first saw Toy... When I first heard the announcement, I was like, you know... Ugh. Wow, money. And I was so against it. Up until the trailer came out, and I realised, okay, there is literally the slimmest of chance that this movie is bad. Like, it's Pixar and it's Toy Story, and it's got, you know, Andrew Stanton's writing it. I think there was another... Co-writer who was, who was Stephanie okay. something I forgot her name and directed by a newbie, by, by a newbie. By a newbie. so hopefully there'll be something yeah, yeah. Josh Cooley mm-hmm. I think that's who's his name yeah who's obviously worked with them in the past and did in um, other fields um, but by then I just realised okay this movie can't possibly be bad and given what this is turning out this is very interesting though this, like this they be on, 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 on the best Story seems to be the thing where they just keep giving it to different people for some reason like yeah, Toy Story so one and two was John Lasseter, yeah, so which the less said about him right now, the better. Yeah. Um, yes. and then Toy Story yes. three was Lee Anchorage, <laughs> which is a really solid choice, and then Josh, mm-hmm. Toy Story four is um Josh Cooley. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like that they're using different people, the different interpretations of Toy Story. I definitely, think. Definitely. Definitely. It's, definitely. It's very interesting, and I look forward to watching it very soon. My my sister is not pest. I wouldn't stop pestering me to watch it, so I'm going to see it very soon. <laughs> Okay, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Okay, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Like because I know we're both very, very yeah. fond of Toy Story 2. And I honestly think that Toy Story 2 and 4 have the most in common in terms of how they're executed. I won't say why, I'll just keep that in the there's end. A, um, there's a conveyor belt scene. I, <laughs> <laughs> they're just, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Just, something about, something about, about the way they're like plotted and paced, I think, is very similar. In a good way, because obviously 2 is my favourite one. Do you think it's passes 2? Yeah. No? No? The no. The thing is that I grew up on two. Two, two is one well, I watched the yeah, most. Yeah, two is one. nostalgia, but I and honestly do think that two is warranted to be the best sequel still. I do think it is as well. Like, I literally I watched it last it night, well. and the I fact that I still joy from start to finish. Oh my god. Like, I think they all hold up really well. But I'm excited to see, yeah, if four has a one rewatch, I think it does. I think um, it will. I mean, Toy Story 3 did, Toy Story 1 did, so. I'm trying to see how my ranking, if I even have come with a ranking, uh, come, uh, you know, works up l- later on. But yeah, two of my favourite. <laughs> as of now. Yeah, well, time will tell, I guess, see if yes, four yes. can yes, have yes. the longevity that the other three movies did. I presume it will, but you never know. I think it could, yeah. I um, think it could, yeah. Alright, and the other one, actually, no, I've got two more. So, Shazam, a movie you have not seen, I have not seen, but I still picked it. Um, IMDb. Shazam, I saw Shazam twice. Oh, you did? I didn't want to say if you had. So, Shazam, <laughs> good or not? Yes. I saw it once. Yes. I saw it once. I saw it twice because the second time I found I wanted to see it. And I thought, why not? And this is my ploy to get a chuckle movie made. Zachary Leo, I said that if 
if the movie does well, and if he, because he'll be, everyone who plays a superhero instantly more popular. Like it's just fact. So he was talking about how that if he gets, you know, that sort of fame, he could hopefully get. I so want to track movie. Which is honestly the reason why I saw it twice. But it's really fun. It's really sweet. What? Um, <laughs> I know we're gonna divert a bit, but I, what are I your like thoughts it. on the chuck ending? Oh, I like it more than literally. Oh, I like it more yeah, than literally. Yeah, because all I've seen, seen is like skating. I think, and I've seen it. And I'm like, hate mm. it. people hate it because it's not because it's a closed book, or because it's not happy. I think it's a very, very beautiful ending, and I think people who have watched the show, even Zachary Levi, and I, like Zachary Levi, you know, was asked about it, and he said he. You know, this is how I think it will, it will me, happen. And to me, for anyone who watches it, should only view it that way. Like, to me, that I'm not going to spoil it, obviously. Yeah. But I think it's a very specific way that people. I'm not saying other people's interpretations are wrong. But very beautiful ending, and how it proceeds after, you know, when it ends, I feel like. Shouldn't be so sad, and people get so angry about that. But I don't know. I love it. I don't know. Even season I love it. Season, Even season five's the weakest season in terms of just everything it's else, but that like final. It's still like a fine it's season, weakest, but it's definitely the weakest, especially mm-hmm. in villains. But the ending is sweet. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a bit hard to be short. That's fair. my take. I love short. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we're getting off. It's like we should just start yeah, our own Chuck very podcast. Very yeah, I'm just going <laughs> on ver- various passionate rants about my favorite stuff. This is. Um, and of course, the last one: How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. You feel really bad because oh. you didn't pick it, and I did, so suck it. <laughs> Tears were shed in both the ending to Dragon franchise and the Toy Story franchise. My god. Which one do you think hurt more? The final scene in this film killed me. Which one do you think oh hurt you more? I mean, I mean, maybe four. Maybe four. But I very, 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 very much adore the first Dragon film, and I even really like the second one as well. I think this is DreamWorks' crowning achievement, as much as I love Shrek 2. Really? But, um... That is a bold claim to make. I think it's... I mean, what else has DreamWorks done? I mean, what else has DreamWorks done? I mean, I love... Let's have a look. And I like Kung Fu Panda. I saw the third one, like, last year. Kung Fu Panda is solid, but very underrated. It is, but I think just... It is, but I think just Dragon films... Obviously, they've been done to death before. Those types of films, like, those types of boy, films, like befriends, boy befriends, think that is inhuman, and they become friends, and shit happens. And, you know, there's another film coming out with the. I don't know what it is. I think it's like. I don't know. I don't know. There's about the same people that made that one. It looks very similar. But the Dragon films are just. I don't know. They're really sweet. I think it's their best work. Madagascar isn't. Shrek 3 and 4 is definitely worse. Are we in agreement that 3 was worse than 4? Prince of Egypt is great. Are we in agreement that 3 is worse than 4 in regards to Shrek? Oh, thank you! I've had so many arguments with my friend about this who thinks that 3 is better. No. 3 is horseshit. 4 is like... Is watchable. It's it's decent in some areas, but 3 is just appalling. It's forgettable. I do not like a single scene of that movie. Whereas Rapper Stiltskin, I like, I, I mean, I dislike most of it. Like, it's nowhere near as great as one and two. He's fun enough to, like, carry the Prince Charming is not. And it's an interesting concept. Whereas three is boring as hell. Anyway, tangents again. Yeah, Dragon Dragon 3, I really liked. I think it's a really strong trilogy. And don't make a fourth one. Have you seen I've not seen I've seen one and two, I've not seen three. Yes. And Drives of Dragons. Yes. Now, what are your thoughts on, on dragons? One and two. You a fan? 
you, you I really like the first one. I, a second one also really holds up. I was a bit... Yeah. yeah. It was a movie that I've only... I, I mean, I was watching most of it, but I was kind of doing other things at the time. <laughs> but, um, no, look, I, I genuinely do believe that 2 really holds up, and I'm excited to yeah. see how it ends. Yeah. Because I think... Because I think... I rewatched one and then saw two for the first time yeah. in preparation for three. And even if one's animation is really dodgy in areas, my god, that first scene where they're flying and that bloody track by yeah, John Powell does a lot of the DreamWorks stuff. That shit is like that shit is just it's so impactful and so holds up. It's yeah, it's beautiful stuff. Animation so same thing with Story One. Animation may not hold up, but it's a damn fine film. I think it's the thing of my favorite of the three, at least because I've seen it twice, so I don't know where I sound it. 2010 but, was How to Train Your Dragon yeah. and Toy Story 3, I'm pretty sure, in the same year. Wow, what a year. Yeah, I know, right? Wow, Jeez. A, year. a lot of people think 2009 is when animation peaked, and understandably so, but like 2010. Those two are like mm-hmm. bangers, one and two. <laughs> like, if you were a fan of animation in those two years, you would not be disappointed. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, so I've only got one left, and I'm. <laughs> I think we've already established that I'm going to win this year. <laughs> You've already thrown in the towel. You oh, surrender. No, yeah. I've, I've oh no, yeah, I've I've very much <laughs> lost. I, I I mean, unless um, Wedge Go Bernadette really sucks, this is going to be the first year where all of my unique picks win. Like, are really high. Like the lowest one for me was fucking us and it was 84 uh, no 84 yeah 84 is the lowest average that I've got that's insane um but yeah like unless where did you go Bernadette really sucks which I don't know I hope it doesn't I mean surely doesn't it's Linklater and Blanchett like it'll, it'll be decent at best sure sorry decent at worst I don't know sorry yeah. decent at worst um, amazing at best um I don't know Yes, yes. Yeah. I hope it's... I expect... Um, I, su- I expect Oscar um, bait, like... <laughs> oh. Oh. I want it to be perfect Oscar bait. This is real, it in. Sure, it's... <laughs> Shape of Water yeah. style. Oi. Oi. Continue. Did I cut a nerve, did it? Let's move on. <laughs> nah. Shape of Water's... Yeah. Um, so, another thing that... We, so, <laughs> both of us, uh, we mentioned in the past, and this entire episode dedicated towards it, we both... We love video games. And there was an event that happened earlier on in the month, and it's called E3. Um, George, did you watch any of it? <laughs> I did, I did I not. I watched a couple of out-of-context uh, yeah. memes on YouTube because yep. people were making fun of it. Oh, I but oh, and I watched the thing where Keanu says, "You're breathtaking." You're all breathtaking. Um, that's it. Yeah, You're breathtaking. That's um, I watched that like six times. Um, I watched the thing of by Hex about. Was that anything? I think so. Maybe. I think it was. I think it was. She was surveying some people about Nintendo's stuff. So I know a bit about about Nintendo's things. Which is good because. Because Nintendo is my jam, about, and I'm gonna fanboy yes, over it. I'm, I'm yes, obviously, I'm. I'm ready oh to, like, my god, there's one thing that it. happened in that what which I see. Uh, I mean, I, I I definitely didn't see coming. My girlfriend was there when it happened, and in a good way. Just, I will get to it. Um, all right, so E3. I'm just gonna pretty much summarize this in under three minutes. I'll try to do it. <laughs> it's ten to five. We need to. I'm gonna try and summarize. So day one was Google, Google Stadia, pretty boring. <laughs> What a shock. <laughs> um, day two, EA Play. 
it's EA. They had Jedi, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and that was their big highlight. Everything else sucked. Um, day three, Microsoft. There was no Sony, but they still somehow disappointed us a little bit. Um, Cyberpunk 27 was probably the biggest highlight to come from the map because of the Keanu reveal. Um, there was some good stuff there. I mean, uh, there's a Blade Witch game apparently happening, which pretty much came out of nowhere. Uh, Battletoads looks as amazing as I was hoping it would be. Uh, there's going to be Lego Star Wars where it's just going to have all nine games in it. It's called the Skywalker Saga. Uh, Psychonauts 2 is a thing that's happening and it's Xbox exclusive. Briefly, Gears of War 5. There's a game called 12 Minutes, which is an indie game, and it's pretty much a time loop. You have to try and save your wife from getting killed over and over again. It's pretty much a Groundhog Day, but instead of it being an entire day, it's 12 minutes. Um, they showed more, showed, get, showed more gameplay for Ori and the World of the Wisps, which was the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, they showed a bit of Borderlands 3. Look, it wasn't terrible. But, I mean, I think a lot of people were hoping it would be more third-party stuff shown off because Sony wasn't there, so... I mean, I, I thought it was fine. They briefly talked about um, their new co the new console. They didn't actually give it a name or anything. I don't think they will until next year. But, um... And then Halo Infinite. It was a cutscene. It wasn't gameplay, which kind of sucked. But anyway. Uh, Bethesda sucked. It sucked ass. <laughs> yes, they did. That... It that was much terrible, and apparent and Fallout seventy six having a battle royale was the dumbest decision you could have made. Good God, I saw gameplay. For Good God, I saw gameplay for that. It <laughs> you sure it wasn't just regular Fallout seventy six? Oh, got him. Um, yeah, they. I mean, they briefly mentioned Elder Scrolls six, but they showed nothing about it and mentioned it briefly. But that game may be a masterpiece, otherwise the past couple of years for yeah. them have been a waste. Um, Commander Keen being a mobile game was kind of a stupid, because a lot of people like Commander Keen. It was a PC game, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I love it that, that like people liked it, so now fucking... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Game. It's like, oh, but people liked it, why would you because do that? Because Bethesda. <laughs> it, it went in oh, doubt man. because of Bethesda. Um, and uh, what was the other thing that Bethesda did? Oh yeah, Doom Eternal. Looks fine. I still haven't got around to the original Doom, so... Anyway. Uh, Devolver Digital is just as fucked up as the previous two years. Good on you guys. And you actually showed some games this year. Very proud of you. <laughs> uh, Limited Run, there was some decent stuff. Limited Run basically just take digital games and give it physical releases, so there was some cool stuff in there. Uh, Ubisoft also sucked. Good job with that. Watch Dogs 3 was the only memorable part about that, that, that event, and that says a whole lot. Uh, and Square Enix, Square Enix probably was easily the best of that of day four because they had Final Fantasy VII remake, Final Fantasy VIII remake, and they showed off Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, that's about it. But I mean, that's enough to really excite people. And then of course, um, day five was solely Nintendo, and they won E3 this year, hands down. There is no question. Every person that watched E3, <laughs> Nintendo, won E3 this year. Um, so they released um, two DLC characters for Smash Brothers Ultimate, the hero from Dragon Quest, and the other one I'll get to at the very end because, oh my god, I did not see this coming and it made me cry. Uh, they showed off Luigi's Mansion 3 and it looks sick as hell. Uh, they showed off The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, the remake that they're doing. 
and it's very special to me because that was the very first Zelda game I ever played as a kid, so the fact that it's getting remade is amazing. Uh, they showed off The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt being being now on the Switch, and for people that know, like it's a really big game, Like the fact that it's on the Switch is amazing. Uh, Fire Emblem, the new <laughs> Fire Emblem game got announced, like, got more info. No More Heroes 3 got announced, that was the biggest surprise. They briefly touched on Pokemon Sword and Shield, although it annoyed a lot of people because there's no national um, decks like there is for the previous games. Um, Spyro Reignite Trilogy got showed off, so did the Holiday DLC. Animal Crossing um, got pushed back to 2020, but it looks sick as hell. And I can't wait people to. <laughs> people are not yeah. mad about that, from what I hear, because like excited they're excited regardless. Um, so yeah, that's twenty. The thing that's March twenty twenty, which is not not a big deal. I mean, I'm sure there are games to tide you over in the meantime, but I look forward to wasting hours of my life doing t- tedious char- tedious things instead of actually doing those things in real life. <laughs> um, <laughs> they shared a bit of Super Mario Maker two. They didn't really have to show a whole lot off because the game comes out literally at the end of this month. So, uh, and then of course, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, that came out of nowhere. I mean, it's not really surprising, but still surprising that there actually is a sequel happening so soon after the release of the first game, Breath of the Wild, you know? But consider how critically acclaimed it was, I totally get why. And then of course, the biggest news out of that match would made me cry, Banjo-Kazooie's in fucking Smash Brothers Ultimate. Banjo-Kazooie's my favourite video game of all time. <laughs> And, oh and oh I cried so God. hard, like oh, I was a I was a wreck. Aww. I lost my shit as soon as the as soon as the um. Oh, I'm blanking what the puzzle piece is called. Ah, uh, it'll come to me. Anyway, as soon as that went on the screen, I was wasn't certain, and then you saw the silhouette, and I'm like, oh my god, it's fucking happening. <laughs> and then I just started breaking down. Oh. Um. But yeah, amazing. Nintendo One E Three. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed my five-minute talk about the game, <laughs> about the events. Um, all right, now onto the actual. Before we get to the commentaries, there's one other thing that we're going to talk about, and it's Doctor Who news. One more thing. Yeah, we've been spending so much time talking about movies and video games. Is this the most we've talked about? Yes, before Doctor Who in a it while? is definitely. I feel like it is. 50, 50 minutes recording so far probably I don't know I mean the episode with Will the very first one we did that one that almost went for 4 hours I'm pretty sure that could have been up there <laughs> um, so there are a lot of um, big news the only the real big one which we'll get to in a sec um, actually you know what we'll just get into it now uh, so they announced because they are doing more um, they're doing outdoor shoots so we know now that the Jadoon are going to be in series 12. Jadoon. This is what we were talking about in the last episode in regards to news that came out. I know you're very excited for this because you love Smith & Jones. The reason why I'm happy with this Jadoon thing is I feel like it's... It's a sign that there's going to be some changes happening in terms of how this how this season's going to be written and what his focus on it will be. And... I mean, I want to be as optimistic I'm as excited. you here, but I'm concerned this is, that this he's is me. like nothing. I'm more optimistic, but yeah. I can't, so I can't. Yeah. What do you think about this? I mean, I like the look of the design of the Jadoon. I mean, if there's one thing that concerns me, it's the fact that um, that they don't get the character right. Like, I mean, resolution was fine, 
But let's be honest, the Dalek wasn't as threatening as I was hoping it would be. Um, and there were some changes I didn't really like in regards to the Dalek. I hope they keep the Jadoo mostly the same in regards to being true to its character. I hope they actually do an interesting story with it. I'm pretty sure this is the last time, I think this is the first time since Series 5 that we've actually seen the Jadoon. Mm. If I'm not mistaken, the Pedoric Opens was the last time we saw the Jadoon. Um, but yeah, I hope they do something interesting with it, because, I mean, the thing with the Jadoon is that they were kind of, uh, not, not pushed to the side, but they weren't the focus of the Spear of the Giants. No, they weren't. They were, the, um, they were clearly the side story to just introducing Martha, so. Yeah. I mean, they, they work as part of the Shadow Proclamation, there's definitely something you can work with there in regards to material, but whether the, where they choose to go is really depend. <laughs> I just want more engaging stories. That's so much to ask. <laughs> I don't want to feel like I'm watching paint dry. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much my my thoughts about Jadoon. Not a whole lot there. <laughs> um, so another thing is, one of the missing stories, the faceless ones, is getting uh, animated. Exciting. Much like Power of the Daleks did and the Macro Terror and Shada, so that's very, very exciting. Um, Doctor Who Legacy, the the puzzle game on iOS, uh, is closing down because they've oh. just stopped using servers for it and now they're focusing <laughs> on their other game, Doctor Who Infinity. Um, Bill Nye is not coming back to Doctor Who ever. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Bill. Bill, uh, I should... Sorry, no, is it Bill Nye? No, I don't think it is. No, Simon Nye. No, Bill Nye. Thank Simon you, Simon. Nye. Simon Nye was the guy that wrote Amy's Choice. Um, he said he thinks that his Doctor Who years are over now. He did one Doctor Who and enjoyed it, but he hasn't watched it for a while. We'll miss um, you, Simon. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Moffat says that his one biggest regret was... Um, making Olivia Coleman a side character in the oh, 11th yes. hour. Oh, yes. Thank you, Stephen. That's his biggest regret. Damn right it is. <laughs> I mean, considering what she was like in The Favourite, I could totally get why. <laughs> um, he watched that movie and he was like, oh my god, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, there's a VR film called The Runaway, which was released in the UK for the Oculus Store. Oh, wow. Um... It looks okay. Um, Jodie Whittaker does reprise her role. It's like it's like looks like it's uh, claymation that that style Ooh. of animation. I don't think it actually Starting. is claymation, but just the way that she looks. She looks a bit plasticy. Ah. Um, I see. And the TARDIS looks better, which says a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then of course one of the things that that really happened that was a bit controversial. I briefly mentioned to you a while ago. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um. Y- yeah. Yeah? It was about uh-huh. fan art, if that helps. Uh-huh. Yeah? No? No uh-huh. idea? Okay. So, <laughs> so there was a competition that Doctor Who, the BBC Studios was running. Um, it was a fan art thing. It allowed um, fans to have their work printed on a Doctor Who... Oh, shirt yeah. at San Diego oh, yeah. Comic Con. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, on the problem is, is that uh, 
their prizes they get to watch a private screening of any episode that they like um, as compensation and a lot of people were just Ooh. like why don't you actually just pay for artists like everyone else does instead yeah. of exploiting a fan base um, including including um, Simon Mannering he he does did the um the, the the posters for series eight and nine I believe those really Ooh, awesome ones. Good on for speaking out. Yeah. So. Yeah. Look, it's a bit shady, a bit shit by Doctor Who, like BBC to do that, but it's the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sadly. I mean, I don't really expect much else from them. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it in regards to Doctor Who news. It hasn't been a whole lot because series twelve is mostly still filming and there's no like titles or directors or writers announced I hope this by at least October that we hope to get something in regards to writers and directors and all that you know mm-hmm. um, but yeah no it's very been a quite dry month a uh, dry bit of six months in regards to Doctor Who news the Jadu is probably the biggest story <laughs> to come from the month let's Jump be honest <laughs> Well, that's the thing. The thing about that was that the whole point of the Jadoon was that it was to make, like, to use um, David Tennant's Scottish. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else you really want to add in regards to Doctor Who news before you take the reins again? <laughs> because. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I forget that this is supposed to be you hosting, but because I it's had all, okay. all the stuff. You have more experience than I do. I'm happy to lend you this for now yeah um not really no is there another Doctor Who villain you'd like to see come back for the series oh they had a Dalek they've had a Jadoon is there any other character you want to see back I can't think of anything at the moment to be honest there's one and I've made a note of it and it's the Ood I want the Ood to come back you want the Ood to come back yeah yeah I totally do the Ood are always you know great yeah like try to is use there, the villains is there a particular that. Particular reason, or do you just want to see what else I can do with it? Or? Yeah, I just want to see what else I can do with it. It's a really cool design as well. I yeah, oh, the that design is amazing. I guess I'd be curious to see what he does with it. Yeah, I mean they did the Silurians in series five, so maybe he could bring those back if he wants to. He seems <laughs> to love those. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you've got nothing in regards to character like villains or monsters you want to see back for series twelve? I mean. If you wanted to talk characters, I've got one, but no villains or monsters, no. Oh, how did I forget about that story? Oh my god, oh? I have one more story to talk about. You're welcome. And it happens every fucking year. <sighs> there was a rumour that Rose Tyler was coming back to series <laughs> Really? Yes. Oh boy. So there was a bit of a leaked screenshot of a script, and people couldn't work out if it said Rose or Ruth. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I I know. We we do this, this shit every year. Every That's I swear depressing. to God, once a year. How much of a reach that is! Oh my God! And then oh, it happened boy. at the same time that Billy Piper had news to announce, and everyone was like, "Oh my God!" Everyone was like, "Holy shit!" That the worlds have aligned. It's and then happening. <laughs> Big Finish wanted to capitalize by announcing a radio thing, like a, a thing with Billy Piper in it that they were doing, which wasn't what the announcement for Billy Piper was, by the way. Hers was like a stage play thing. But yeah, I, I, guys, you need to move on. Rose was over 10 years ago. I'm sorry, but I don't think she's coming back. We need, we are putting our focus on the wrong character. 
Jack Harkness needs to come back to the show. <laughs> he wants to come... John Barrowman wants to come back. Hello? The guy fucking lives for... The guy lives for a long-ass time, so can we please get him back? The guy worked That's with Chibnall for two years. That's where our aggression should be, on... not Rose. The guy worked with, Sorry, with, Rose. With, um, with Chibnall for two seasons on Torchwood. I'm surprised that nothing's happened yet. Oh, yet. But, unfortunately, it's the BBC, so if... If he's coming back, we will know. We will not be surprised. We will know from a trailer or an announcement. They'll have to do outdoor shooting like they did the Jadoon. It's the one thing that, like, I'm just getting John Sim vibes again. And it it, it sucks. Because that, like, uh, like a lot of people would have preferred that that wasn't announced. But, I mean... Could you imagine a surprise reveal of Jack Harkness? It would have been the same reveal as what John Sim would have been. But it's just... Oh. You can't because there are outdoor. F- as soon as they do outdoor filming, that's it. You know, like yeah. people are either going to spot it, so they kind of have to get ahead of the curve. Being that's yeah. why they did the whole. Oh it's yeah, very sad. the Jadu are coming to series twelve. <coughs> but yeah, it's it sucks that this is what it's come to. That you really can't even get like those things as soon as they're outdoor. But anyway, anyway. I now proceed to give you the hosting roles again. <laughs> so, okay. Take so it away. after an hour of discussions on literally everything but this show, yeah. also in the news, we are now onto the commentary portion of the episode where I pick two episodes, whether two separate episodes or two-parter, and uh, we watch them. We I feel like you should make a time code for this. We chat. <laughs> Be like, if you want to yeah, just watch should. the thing, <laughs> skip to an hour into the episode. <laughs> Yeah, this is, this is going to be a juicy long one. But you know what? Juicy's good. It's once a month. Let us have this, okay, guys? Yeah. Um, so It's a big one. I, We're making it worth I your have, while. I have picked my two episodes. Yes. I am proud of my picks. Yes. I have not seen either of them in ages. And <laughs> here we are. It's like, let's hope it's not a recap of two months ago. Roll the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I am not doing that. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I don't have to li- listen to that. My God. That was I, I was so happy with my picks and I was so sure I mean I wasn't so sure but I was hoping we wouldn't guess it mm-hmm. where this one I'm preparing myself for you to guess it but I'm still happy with the picks okay yeah um are we gonna do the thing about like season or writer is that what we're gonna do I guess I can do season <clears throat> okay so okay I will tell you the se- so I'm just trying to think that one will definitely be better first okay so the season for the, for the first, first episode, episode that we, we, we should commentate, commentate is none other than season, season one. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. I like Interesting. this. Oh, the, the, thing about, the thing about oh. season one is that um, the, it's a mix. It's, it's, it's not like it's a mixed bag, but like there, there are some really good episodes and then there are some really um, mediocre ones. And then there's Boomtown. <laughs> Boomtown. Boomtown is I I would pick that but on the 99% chance that it does help my previous expectation which was really boring I do not want myself to do that again yeah. so I'm sorry. not going to pick that one <laughs> sorry Mr. So Facts by much. the way I, can tell you I, I couldn't help making the Boomtown joke I'm sorry Gio oh boy still love you man <laughs> boom 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 
Alright, <laughs> let's get the fuck some wild though. I'm just trying to think, series one. Well, there are many things you can do to go with this. I, I reckon as soon as like, you tell me, like, as soon as I find out what the first episode is, I reckon I know, I reckon I'll figure out what the theme is. Ooh! I'm really, I, I actually wanted to guess it, because I'm really happy with it, and I want to be like, surprise! So it's not a two-parter, because I, I don't think it'll be a two-parter. I, I don't think it is yet. I'm not going to tell you that. No, I don't think it is yet. Because you said it's a theme. If it, if it was a if it was a two parter, you would have just said Fuck. it was a two parter. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. So you know that, what? Two, part, two parters are boring. Let's make things interesting. So that that rules out the aliens two parter. That rules out empty child. And that rules out ba- bad wolf. So that's pretty Damn, good. We're ruling out a lot. Yeah, oh, that, god, that rules out six it. out of thirteen. Oh god, he's gonna guess it. I'm preparing myself so I won't get triggered. Um. Look. I mean, there's two that stand out to me as to ones that I really hope that you picked. I'm gonna pick Dalek. Ooh, you're wrong! Yay! <laughs> Alright. Uh, the now episode s- that I have picked for us to watch on this fine Sunday evening is none other than episode 8, Father's Day. Yeah, that was my other pick. <laughs> that was my other pick. I'm like, there was two. I don't care, I don't care. You didn't guess it, bitch. You didn't no, guess I know. It. I fully take credit for that. Well done. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Father's Day. I'll, I'll pick the episodes I haven't seen in probably since the, I first watched the show. And Father's Day is definitely one of those episodes. So, yeah. Uh, Alright, hang on. Before we get to the second one. I'm so, I really hope, I wonder if you guess it. Is it the Husbands of River Song? Ooh, you're wrong again! Yay! There you go. Well done. <laughs> Can uh, I ask your reasoning? Uh, the father and husband thing. I thought that might have Ooh. been the theming choice there. You are on a similar, you know, it's a similar thing, but it is not that. So I'm just I trying to think. There's no, there's no mother. I mean, you could go doctor's daughter. You could go doctor's wife. That would have been an interesting two choice. That would be. Yeah. I don't know. Shall we we'll see. proceed with the episode? You'll yep. find out in 44 minutes time. 43 minutes time. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Well done. You've, 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 you've <laughs> yeah, got I did me this it. time. I did it. <laughs> but this okay. makes it our... This makes it our first Eccleston. This is our first Eccleston. Yes! I, I, I wanted to pick an Eccleston. And yeah. And I, I, I went from there. So. Very Should good choice. Should be exciting. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you very much. much. Um... But I guarantee it's not another series one episode. I, I guarantee. I'm telling you, it's not. You it's not. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I guarantee you, it's not another series one episode. It is not, sadly. But. Yeah. All right. I am on a black screen. I'm ready when you are. Okay. Uh, let me just have a drink quickly. I'll just cut this bit out. Yeah, um, we're good. Before we start. <clears throat> Fifty minutes talking about Doctor Who, gee, without talking about other things besides Doctor Who. My God. Excellent pick, though. By the way, like Father's Day is a great choice. I reckon, though, as soon as you pick, as soon as you say the the series, I reckon I'll pick the thing. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, I reckon as soon as you tell me what the series is for the second one, I reckon I'll figure out the theme. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Because I reckon it's right. thematic to the episode, not necessarily to I'm the excited to see what you, what you pick from what I pick. Anyway, 
Yeah. We are now back. We are now on a black screen. Yep. Um, should we start at the actual first frame of the episode, which is... Uh, okay, it's... A what? face! It's... Oof! Jeez, okay. It's I need to go back. I need to go back a bit. Let's get the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> He's... Okay. Pretty, Got pretty it. creepy face, not gonna lie. It's a, it's a picture of, of um, Pete Tyler. <laughs> Dude, so, so, so creepy. Come on, Pete. Yeah. Um, okay. Petey boy. Petey boy. Is everyone ready? I'm ready when you I are. I can't hear. It's okay, okay, ready. <laughs> I can't hear. <laughs> I am right. captain. In three, two, one, go. Peter Allen Tyler, my dad. The most wonderful man in the world. Born 50 yeah, that's right. Zoom into the creepy face. <laughs> I, th I can hear yours pretty clearly. What the hell? Oh, no, I can't. It's black and white to demonstrate that it's actually in the past. How clever is that? It's your daddy. We're only showing you now when you're eight years old as opposed to any time before this. <laughs> what a liar. <laughs> what a liar. That's what Mum always says. So I was thinking, could we? Could we go and see my dad when he was still alive? Where's this come from all of a sudden? Alright then, if we can't, if, we, if he's against the laws of time or something, then we can just leave him. No, I can do anything. I'm just more worried about you. I want to see him. Your wish is my command. But be careful what you wish for. <laughs> That's one of like the best lines Eccleston's ever said. Yeah. Your wish is my command, but be careful what you wish for. It's really interesting to realise that this 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 episode is the reason Rose chooses to go into the TARDIS with him at the end. <laughs> There's something very catchy about this and like the Series 5 version. <laughs> Actually, I still think Series 4 and Series 5 have the best themes. <coughs> Mr. Paul Cornell, it sucks you can't pick Family of Blood, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I remember there was a scene, um, David Tennant, uh, it was, I think it's, um, Rise of Sidemen or Age of Steel, one of the two, and it's like, I was there at your wedding, you got her middle name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, that's an excellent callback. Jackie is very underrated in this episode. She really is. I love her. Like, good on Camille Kaduri for this. This is like her. I reckon this is her best episode. She's likable, but she has so much range as well. It's really revealed here. Yeah. It's so weird they chose like a muted colours kind of thing for this episode. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it stands out like visually, 
But it's also very weird. Love this song. <laughs> <laughs> the, the song just like kind of like just is blaring in the background while they start talking. I actually don't know the song. Is I should find out what that song is actually. I don't know what the name of it, but I recognize it. Energize. <clears throat> Vote Saxon. That's a nice touch with the no third term for Thatcher thing in the background. Try to yeah make her more like it was back in the day. Also, this is I think the episode that I hated Rose. I'm sorry, I just her, wait what? I hated Rose in this episode. Oh yeah, I I remember her. I remember this episode much so. Oh, just her throughout this episode is an ab- she's an absolute ass. Like I get this oh. this reaction here, but like, all she has to do is listen to the doctor, and she just chooses not to. No, this is the part where we should have said no. Jesus, this is when she got real. (laughs) Yeah. This, like, from here, from this moment on, I just, I could not like Rose as a character. This doesn't make her bad, like, I don't don't put the fault onto Billy Piper, this is how her character is portrayed, but she is not meant to be a likeable character, and any person that says that she is hasn't watched these episodes in a while. I remember what she does. You don't remember what she does? No. Told you. I, I literally... Oh my god. You're gonna see it and then you'll start, you'll start to understand. I haven't seen this episode since it came out. Since, since I watched it, I mean. Yeah. First time. That's a fair choice, you Um... Yep, that's what she does. Um. Yep, you can understand why I hate her now. Um. <laughs> Look at that, he's just in shock. I mean, he doesn't make. Oh boy. Like, I, s- I understand uh, she's human, it's fl- it's like, you know, complicated and messy. Yeah. But I, I, I see why now. Oh. Yeah. yeah def- 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 definitely, she's definitely not like a. You know, clean slate character. She's very flawed. Oh, this this is this is not even the worst of her in this episode. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. It, it's interesting to see what if you like Rose at the end of this because I I can I don't. <laughs> You'll see why. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, he's, he's so pissed. He's like, I did one nice thing for you and you mess up time. Good job. Yogurt. Yogurt. I love the British Yogurt. accent. It's it's so interesting how it's pronounced. 
I know that that people think that we have a weird accent. That may be true, but I always find it fun to just take the piss out of American and British voices. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can't not. Look at him. He's just he's so mad. You can just tell. He's, he's scathing. He's look at him. <laughs> and she's just trying to deflect. I mean, it's not like she's a. It's not like the writing was bad. Just like. Definitely doesn't make her likable, though. Yeah, she's not meant to be likable. Don't don't say that. Come on, Rose. Oh, Rose. Oh, yeah, I told you. She's she, this is this is it just gets worse. I love the music in this. Like, if there's one thing that gets me back, come, makes me come back to this episode, it's the yeah, music. Yeah, great. <laughs> I'm loving this, like, red. Oh, this is so... It's so eerie. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for like, you know, showing but not showing. But that was <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was a very 2005 thing. That's yeah. That's that's 2000 BBC budget at the best. It's apparently never can say goodbye about the communards. Is originally by the Jackson Five, if that helps.
And Glory Gaming did a cover of it too. I must check it out then. live in sin for a bit dad advice <laughs> it's like, could be winter <laughs> you know global warming does that to you You know what? I feel like as the episode goes on, I feel like the ass, the um, the muted color kind of works in this case. Like right now, yeah, I definitely think it works. But sometimes it's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind a bit more color. But I get the mutedness of it. Rose done fucked up. <laughs> it could be the wrong box. <laughs> someone, <laughs> just, someone just casually replaces it. <laughs> I fooled the doctor there. <laughs> Can run around and desert you. <laughs> so weird that, that, that we're being That's rolled so right now. <laughs> that, that, uh, that's pretty good. I love that they're playing a song from 2002 to show how time's messed up. Yeah. It's really good. And to what I understand, that is supposed to be what the first ever um, recorded telephone call was. What was just played in the bar then. Right, okay. I think they mentioned it later on in the episode, but, I but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. <laughs> this day is cursed. Is that your attempt at foreshadowing them, guys? <laughs> Did she just say meringue? Like, like dessert yeah. meringue? Oh my god. Jeez. I've only just noticed that. Like, that's the first time I've ever actually listened to that line. <laughs> Hello, Jackie. Oh my god, I'm just getting flashbacks to Rise of the Cybermen. <laughs> and it's like, come here, Rose! And it's the dog. And it's like, the, <laughs> the oh, best was, bait and switch. That was a reveal. Oh. Rose. 
I told you, she just gets worse as the episode goes along. Like, it's it's not bad writing. I should make that clear. This is not bad writing. And the characterization's fine. She's, this is just the episode where you realise that Rose is not a good character. Like, a, not a likeable character. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's done enough, but she's gonna do worse. Oh my lord. So there's a rumour that that is apparently supposed to be, um, Mickey. Really? On the swings. On the swings. So yeah, the theory is that um, Rose inadvertently kills um, Mickey's mother in this timeline. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, I know, right? Dark, eh? <laughs> together forever look at that look at that dumb grin on her face she's so happy with herself oh my lord that is <laughs> oh god that CGI of the reaper is it's not good but it's fine no. it's fine enough that does not hold up <laughs> jeez What a, it's also just a very bland creature design. Like, it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> Go for the dad. Well, add that another one to the death count for the drawers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Scream it away. <laughs> There's another one. So far, I think we're at six in regards to the Rose death count. Good job, Rose. Yeah.
<laughs> Love that. Oh, that was so satisfying. <coughs> oh, there you go. See? I, I was pretty sure that they mentioned it earlier later in the episode. That's why I recognised it. There you go. Yeah. It's it's the idea that time is all playing up with itself. Yeah. It's like a wedding of river song, but like turned down a ridiculous amount. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's because you're an idiot, Rose. Why do you even ask that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just ignores her. Yes, good job. I think she wants v- validation in knowing that she didn't mess up. Fault, but like, but he she ain't giving her. I don't know. I understand her. She's human. She's fucked up. Yeah. But, yeah, not likeable. But that's just the way it is, I guess. <laughs> Flawed characters are much more interesting than... When I was doing yeah. the rewatch of all these episodes, when I just still haven't got around to, it is very apparent when you actually notice how unlikable she kind of is from the start. <laughs> and yeah. it's only until, like, this episode that you really, really comes to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Damn. I don't remember hating Rose, but... I definitely, you know, remember not. A lot of people hated Rose in series two, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people forget that series one, she wasn't exactly likable either. (laughs) (laughs) She just became insufferable in series two, so it was just merely a continuation. (laughs) So I I make I make a mention of this in the review, like like in the thing. So I'm actually explaining this, but I, I think. I reckon in the ending, he should have dropped Rose off at the end, much like he did for Adam in the previous episode, mm-hmm. as kind of like a thematic thing. Yeah. Make her earn the respect again, because he kind of just brushes it off at the end. It always really frustrates me as to why he was so accepting and letting Rose come back to the TARDIS, despite the fact that she did something worse than what Adam did. Oh, Yeah. Like, all, all Adam did was was try to transmit information from the future to the I past. I feel like their intentions were very different in terms of, like... Maybe, um, but the consequences were definitely worse here than, than oh, it yeah, was there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think the Doctor's always been, like, very empathetic in those sense. I, I don't know. A- Adam definitely did... Well, like, he wasn't as bad, but he had that mindset going in. Yeah. Rose was just like, Oh, I want to save my daddy. I want my parents to be happy together. I want a dad. And I, obviously... Yeah, it just I don't think it would be as jarring if it wasn't the previous episode. <laughs> That's you know what? I can see that. Watching those two in a row and it's just But it's, it's a, a companion. Comp- she can't leave. she can't be punished. Well I don't I don't think I I think what they should have done and <laughs> Sorry. I think what they should have done is head banging the door. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like sorry too, like it's so stupid. No, but like what they should have done I think is they should have done like a a Doctor and a Companionite episode. Like, Ooh. as the next two. So have the Doctor travel on his own, realise how much he misses Rose, that kind of thing. And yeah. then And have the Companionite episode be... Like, they both be at the same time. Like, two different stories happening at the same time. Yeah. And then have Rose 
do something to earn back the trust from the Doctor messing like from messing up in this episode, but they didn't For really sure. do that. Yeah, that's what I find annoying with some TV shows, is that like consequences are actually like never really addressed. Because, yeah, it's sort of like suppressing for the sake of, like, you know, routine and for the sake of, like, what we're used to, which is why the shows that actually do sort of go against the grain in that sense, like, that actually let consequences sort of dictate how the rest of the show will go on is stuff I really, really like. But it's interesting because, yeah, it's interesting because this is supposed to be like a bottle episode, but like, yeah, if this takes it, it carries a lot of, like, you know, she's it's not like she does like easily like forgivable or replaceable it's really big so I feel like I definitely see what you mean yeah but by like being a thing that this series in particular did a really good job of making actions in the past be consequences later on like yeah end of lo- end of um the long game influencing the finale which mm-hmm. is why this is such an odd choice to not have any actions for almost inadvertently causing the end of the world <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Yeah, I, I definitely definitely know what you mean. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Have I gone grey? Have <laughs> I gone silence? Excuse me? Mickey is insulted by that comment. Oh! There he is! <laughs> so it is confirmed. Is that a rumour? I, I think it's an unconfirmed rumour. She flood out caught him, Mickey. Yeah, so I think the assumption is that it's supposed to be Mickey. And at the timing of saying, do you have a bloke, and he just conveniently runs <laughs> into the room. I'm loving this writing for, for Jackie. Cling to the youngest blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I love the idea of it being the eighties and it just still hasn't got it right. Doctor's like, you've done enough shit already. <laughs> Remember I said that she gets worse? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Touch the baby. <laughs> well, apparently you are, and we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you're dumb as bricks because you can't get a simple forward instruction right. 
I don't care that that Pete gives you the child. That's not the point. Oh yeah, put it all on the doctor to to, to resolve the problem. It's your <laughs> mess. You should figure out how to get out of it. See? That's what I mean. Like, that's it. Apology done, you know? Yeah. I guess that's just how he is, in this sense. Like, I get compassion. I understand that. But this is essentially the end of the world, and he has <clears throat> he has to try to figure out. <laughs> I love the music change! All action. Yes, it's <laughs> well, he's doing he's picking a key up off the ground, and it's like something you'd see to hear like an action shot. I love it. They should have done it like a midnight situation where I don't think they should have showed the Reapers. If they were going to do that oh, whole thing where like you, you didn't see them in the first place, like get killed, I, I think yeah. not having them shown at all would have been a more effective winner as a kind of like the midnight entity. You're dead. <laughs> Get it through your skull. You do not live after today. If I ask someone what happens to me in the future and they don't respond and look a bit sad, I'm going to assume one thing and one thing only. <laughs> like... I just find it amazing that he just knows that she's lying. <laughs> He's, he, he knows straight away. <laughs> oh, look at it. I love this. This is actually really, really... Oh, I love this theme. Oh, it's such a nice shot! Oh. I'm pretty sure it's the like same song that plays in, um... Uh, Party of the Ways, actually. That theme. 
Nick. Yes, buddy. Does someone touch the key? Um, you'll see what happens <laughs> in a second. You'll I really see. hope that really clear instruction that he said to everybody does not backfire for the sake of plot, because I'll be so annoyed at whoever does it. I, it's not a who. You'll see who what it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't touch the fucking key. <laughs> yeah, Rose, don't touch the key. <laughs> At least the dad's smarter than Rose. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> he, he could put it put the pieces together pretty quickly. <laughs> no, no, this is definitely Rose's fault in this case. <laughs> this is 100% Rose's fault. Don't take the blame for this. <laughs> you weren't there for 18 years. If anyone should get blamed, it should be Jackie, let's be honest. No! Yep. Rose, you fucking idiot! <laughs> He literally said, don't touch the fucking baby. <laughs> I, I didn't understand why you were so mad at her, because, yeah, she fucked up, but, you know... They, they it's the fact that she fucked learned. up a simple instruction. But she fucked up a second time! Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, yep. I'm infuriated. I mean, that's not the right word. And there you go. That's how it's destroyed. <sighs> yep. See, this is the reason why Rose should have been left at the end of the episode. Because if anything, as I said, she's fucked up way more than Adam did. Even after she apologised. This is, this is why it's like... The bad it's not it's like not bad writing. I just really hate the character. Yep. <laughs> yep. This is all of you, Rose. You messed up. I hope you're you happy. You are an idiot. Yep. Sorry, you're all dead now. <laughs> the hauntingness at the end there. Yeah. I love that the Father's Day theme is the same key as Rose's theme. Like, that's just an unnecessary touch of detail that they didn't need to mm -hmm. do. But Mario Gold did it anyway. 
Also, I really got to commend Paul Cordell. Some of these shots are amazing. Oh, they really are. Like, this one here is really good. Because the doctor is a better person than you are, Rose. <laughs> Even your father is. God damn. Yeah. Mukaduri really steals the show of this. And that's not the knock. Um, oh, I can't think of who plays Pete Tyler. Oh, I'm so annoyed. He also does a really good job, by the way. Sean Dingle, that's it. Ah. <laughs> I knew I'd think of it eventually. Yeah, Sean Dingle does a really good job. <laughs> this, this all happened because of you, Rose. It's so sad, bittersweet. It's it's sad, but it's like... It's still mad, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she stopped up, but thank God her parents give great performances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, haha, nope. <laughs> Can I hit by the car instead? Listening to Doctor, wow. I know, right? <laughs> it had to happen once in this episode. I love there's a cute callback to this in um, Party of the Ways. When um, they're talking about... <clears throat> 
the Doctor of being in like 300,000 years in the future or whatever. And she had explained that, that she was there and saw Dad and all that. She's still an arsehole for this. I don't forgive her. <laughs> I don't forgive her for actions in the episode, but... No. It's still a really but, good episode. Overall. I mean, <laughs> he just ran out. Yeah, that sounds like my that sounds like my dad, all right. See, this is the one thing I didn't understand about demons of the Punjab, right? So, like, they essentially had this whole thing where Yaz eventually like effectively changed the future somewhat, mm-hmm. and it's never shown as to how it is. Whereas this is shown through an ultimate retelling of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Just, oh, the lack of consequence really irks me. He's just like, yeah, let's go. Let's just move on, you know. All's well that ends well. Uh, I feel like she was sort of punished. I mean, she had to watch him die. I mean, that's a She was like, I don't know. I think she went through a fuck ton for her to definitely... I don't know. But I'm just saying, she she didn't really... She didn't redeem herself. That's the problem. The the dad just did... The dad literally was was the MVP. (laughs) Yeah, the dad was the was what caused the inevitable conclusion yeah Rose is just messing up constantly definitely I see what you mean now about her being very unlikable yeah oh god yeah decent episode elevated by the fact that Jackie and uh, Pete just amazing they really like deliver it Mm. um yeah cool um, do you have anything to say, or shall we? <coughs> no, I'm really. It's. I don't. I don't want people to think that I hate the episode because of my dislike of Rose. I, I think it's that, a really. I think you that, that, that you like it. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> love the cinematography. I was a bit not a fan of the muted colors towards the beginning, but towards the end, I was like, yeah, I kind of like it. It's not. It's a. It's a nice stylistic choice. Yeah, for sure. Um, the acting was amazing by everyone in this episode. Mm-hmm. The story was pretty good it's just yeah I think this episode just highlighted why Rose was unlikable before series 2 <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yeah has your opinion changed since the first time you watched it long time I don't ago? remember it much I don't remember hating it or anything so I guess I just feel a bit indifferent about it I mean I definitely like elements of it yeah um like obviously performances from uh, Pete and Jackie cinematography all that stuff but yeah Outside of that, you know, nothing particularly memorable. <laughs> Do you think you're gonna remember? The it? I screamed about Rose being an idiot for a second time. And <laughs> you're at, like, at the end, you're like, who's gonna touch the key? I'm like, it's not a who. <laughs> <laughs> may, may as well have been Rose, though. Yeah, may as well Shit. have been. God damn. God yeah. damn it, Rose. <laughs> um. All right. So that's one episode down. I'm, I'm intrigued down, to man. see what the theme is now. Okay. 
So dun, I want a season dun, or a rioter, one of the two. Season eight. Bada. Ooh. Okay. I assume you'll guess this. Because we did watch. I mean, we did watch several episodes. We watched the listen. And what was mm. the other one? See, I was thinking, right, it, it, for a season one, season eight thing, I was interested, it could have been, you could have gone like Dalek into the Dalek, because those two are very similar in. Oh, I don't know, jeez. Okay, so it's not, <laughs> okay, it's not Dark Water, Death and Heaven, because I can't be. We saw be. that, and we saw and Listen. We saw listen. So what yeah. could it be? I'm I'm intrigued because I want I'm tr- I'm just trying to think of. Go with your gut, Nikki. Go with your gut. <sighs> I'm just thinking thematically, like. Mm-hmm. It's I don't think it's deep breath. There's there's no real link that I think of to deep breath. <laughs> Father's Day. Um. All right, I'm gonna guess "Kill the Moon." You're wrong. What, what? First of all, tell me what is the episode, and I'll try to figure out the theme. <laughs> theme, Nick, please. I am done with themes and deep ideas. I'm all about the shallow, nonsensical ideas. Now, my pick for this season is none other than "Mummy, Mummy on the Orient Express." Ah, oh, of course. <laughs> See, I was like, are you going to go for that? Uh, you mentioned mm-hmm. Wedding of River Song. You mentioned... Yeah, Husbands, um, I mean. Husband of yeah. River Song, sorry. Yeah, Mummy Not Express. And I'm like, hang on, let's husband, be honest. How about Father and Mummy? <laughs> let's be honest, though. <laughs> Mom, you just want to watch Mummy Not Express because it's a really good episode. Honestly, I, was, I picked Father's Day first. Yeah. And I was scanning through for anything to do with Mummy. Yeah. Mother. And I found Mummy. Clearly did not mean that Mummy, but yeah. we spell it that way anyway. So, Touche. Works. We don't spell it with an O. We spell it with a U. Um, so I thought that'd be funny for me to make it mummy. And here yep. we are. And I also want to see the episode again. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew you just wanted to see the episode From, again. Again, haven't seen it in a while. I don't think episodes that I've seen recently, because that's boring. For um, those that remember, this was the best of Series 8. For yes. all but one of us. That one <laughs> being me. <laughs> this is the one that... I haven't seen since we talked about it, and I feel like I've forgotten bits of it, which is exciting me because I now get to see it again. Um. So yeah. Okay, that's weird. Mummy and Express, and both of them are episode eight in their respective seasons, which is yes, a nice touch. They are indeed. So that was a nice little, little thing. Um, we'll start on the first frame of six six zero. Um, Alright, I'm going to use sex to the load. Yes, of course. Take, Take your time, time, viewers. Grab, grab a drink. drink. Have a Kit Kat. And just settle down for another Doctor Who episode brought to you by Big on Inside. Ringo and Nickname. Bringing you really, really loud and probably jarring laughs. Commentating. About muted colours and cinematography. <laughs> I like how we gave more of a shit characters. <laughs> oh, God. All brought to you by Bigger on the Inside. Listen to us everywhere if you want to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With that out of the way, let's okay. dive in. To, to when, mummy. You, when you're ready, I've got the episode up. To so. Mummy 
on the Orient Express. When I say go, everybody please press play. Are you ready, nickname? <laughs> yes, flight attendant. I appreciate okay, this. Okay, thank you. I will count down from three. Starting from three, two, one, go. Light bulb. Oh. I love this. Oh, nothing gets me like an old day train. Mm -mm. <laughs> I love the, the aesthetic hair. that they made it look like a murder. Look at the maid. Look at the mummy. <laughs> it's like, what the, you find out at the end that it's not actually the mummy. Everyone was just in on it and they killed everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was the butler. Oh, I forgot how much I love the structure and the why the story is told in this episode. I love the the countdown clock. It really adds. Yes. It's it's a countdown done right, Chibnall. Learn <laughs> from this episode, please. <clears throat> Do you imagine the amount of times you'd have to make sure that you did all of this dialogue within eighty eight seconds? Yeah. You know, like you need like a stopwatch to make sure it was accurate. Hell yeah, I love how this. Reveal. I love how this. I love how this all started from a joke from bloody Big Bang of all episodes. I mean, they kind of tweaked it because it was supposed to be. I think it was Queen Elizabeth. Was it Queen Victoria? I don't know. It was like a queen that like called up Matt Smith, and that wait, was where wait, the, joke the joke started. Um, Big Bang. At the very end of the Big Bang, they got a call. And I'm pretty sure it was something from like Queen Elizabeth and she was on the Orient Express and he was like oh, in space. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's where it stemmed from but they just kind of changed it up to... Our boy, Jamie Matheson. Yeah. Jamie Matheson. Very solid lineup of, of episodes. For sure. I mean, a lot of people didn't like the girl who died, but I find it a, a hilarious episode. I liked it, from memory. <laughs> from an episode called The Girl Who Died, it's actually really funny. <laughs> there were many trains to take the name Orient Express, but only one was in space. In space. Oh! <gasps> Oh, this freaking rendition. Yeah. So I remember when they BBC like released like a a a video for this and it had like this and all the episodes up until I think in the forest of the night. Cuz I remember there being in the forest of the night segments included with this song choice. <laughs> Look at that lady dancing on the left. She's enjoying herself. Look at her go. Also, Foxes, that's a really good rendition of the song. It really is. It shouldn't work as well as it does. It reminds me of... I must have it actually. It reminds me of... Um, oh, it'll come to me. It reminds me of Voyage of the Damned. With the, um, the stowaway. Oh, yeah. 
you know, the Love ones that. I found, Love the that. stowaway. That I was playing them. Songs from the, just in general. Mm. It's kind of got that same vibe to it as well. Like, I, I, it's hard to explain, but Voyage of the Damned and Mummy Dora Express have that same vibe to me. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to be like this really cruisy thing with like a sinister thing happening underneath. Even, it's even got the bloody automated thing. <laughs> All we have to wait is for like, my name is Max. <laughs> and it's the exact same. Oh, what a twist that would have been. It was a Max Capricorn ship. He's just trying to deflect. He's just like, I'm not going to get through this, am I? <laughs> That's what I'm like with people. It's like, oh, can you guess where I went? I'm like, no, because I'm not telepathic. Just tell me where you are. <laughs> I or never what you're thinking about. people say that. Never do. Uh, it, it gets on my nerves. Like, no, of course I don't. That's why I need you to tell me. Do you think I care for you so little that betraying with me would make a difference? <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like it was a fitting quote there. I mean, I feel like it's possible that time travel could exist. Like, if she's very aware of the planet existing, then she knows that it's possible that time travel could exist. <laughs> Intestinal parasites. What's wrong with her? Did something happen? You mean you really don't know? There's a body and there's a mummy. I mean, can you not just get on a train? Did it always put a curse on your mummy? Might be nothing over there. <laughs> I think this is the start of like Clara when you realise that she just loves the adventure yeah this is where her doc, doc tendencies kind of came out and then Flatline just kind of just reinforced that Ooh. No, well, I mean, you know, you're going to come out for dinner or something. 
I love the chemistry between these two. It's so different yeah. to that with Matt Smith. Also, I dig any Clara episode that there is. So I'm very glad you chose this one. <laughs> Does this mean that Series 8 is technically the most episodes we've chosen so far? Yeah. Series 8 with of all the series sure. to choose from. <laughs> 75. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, about that. <laughs> I just love it. It's just the, the like. I feel like that's the doctor's personality. It's like the fourth doctor just shines through there. This <laughs> is definitely like the fourth doctor and the eighth doctor together, in the one body. The Jelly Baby kind of reinforces that idea too. <laughs> Getting a partners in crime kind of situation going on here. <laughs> Just missed each other. Love it. I mean, if there's any if there's any episode you got to rip off, partners in crime is a solid choice, you know. It's such a good choice. Excelsior. <laughs> I wonder if that was a Stanley reference or not. Oh my god, it's Perkins! I love Perkins! <laughs> Frank Skinner is like one of the best characters, one of the best actors to ever be on the show. And I'm sad that Perkins never came back. Nosy Parker. I love how sinister he acts because of it. I thought it was Maisie. I'm like, it sounds like a f name I'm familiar with. Yeah. Call me gas. Ha <laughs> 
That's not a way to do it. Thank you. Jam a high heel into the door. I am loving this production design. Oh my god, the production design in this episode is stellar. Foretold. <laughs> the myth of the foretold first appeared over 5,000 years ago. In some stories, there is a rick or secret word that's supposed to make it stop. Some characters try to bargain with it, offer riches, confess sins, all to their own. Jelly baby. Well, it's only a little mythology. I know it's not. <laughs> Start the clock. And the design of the mummy is also really what sells this episode it re- too. Yeah, it really like is. it's genuinely creepy. And I love how this the, the, this bit is shot with the mummy hunting. Yeah, and they they really like add a blur to it as well. Yeah, that's what I'm about. Yeah, the, the blur. Oh my god, and then it goes through things. Oh god. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How every minute she starts. Yep. It was a suicide. It was a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wasn't murder. Never. Ignore the gas in the wound where it looks like it's a murder. Definitely wasn't a murder. One, this one old dude who's really sure it is. No, he's always wrong. Because I hated her guts. Jeez, you really must have hated that woman, eh? I think of her death on a daily basis. <laughs> hey, listen. You didn't do anything 
<laughs> nope. That's your worst nightmare. All right. Mystery shopper. Oh, great. <laughs> Smug little shit. <laughs> I, I love Perkins so much. He's, He's up there with like Malcolm as my like my two favorite people that like just one offs and should definitely come back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. See Capaldi like <laughs> thing with the eyes. <clears throat> Clara's eyes there went so wide. I'm like, wow. Look wow. at them. They're so ginormous. <laughs> Brought to you by Bill on the Inside. Eye commentary on the hour.
I don't know Please, we're laughing and making fun of eyes. This is this 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 is the stuff you you watch, people. This is the stuff you come for, okay? <laughs> Mummy murder. Call me Gus. He sounds like he's drunk, Gus. The door gonna be open by executive order. It doesn't work on wood. <laughs> <laughs> I love saying that every time. Like, I totally get why Capaldi said it at the beginning. <laughs> There's nothing in there. Oh no! Clara, <laughs> don't touch the bubble wrap, please! Don't touch it! <laughs> There's no mystery shopper. <laughs> it turns out it's three. Hello, Perkins. Hello, Perkins. And his name 
is Max. Murder on the Orient Express, but not a murder as someone who is some of the team. Yeah. That transition is sick. I love that. It really is. No. Hologram. <laughs> the voice of the thing reminds me of the one from um what's it called uh the stanley parable it's not the same guy but it just sounds very similar. yeah i can hear that <clears throat> Apparently it's a guy named John Sessions, but anyway. Sadistic. <laughs> it's so sadistic <laughs> this episode. I love it. Over, like work boss type it's so sinister too yeah but it's like a soothing sinister 
Oh, Gus. That's chilling. I'm sorry, I know that must have been distressing for you, but if you are disobedient again, I will decompress another area containing less valuable passengers. Less valuable passengers? How does he choose? Well, I'm assuming qualifications. No, no, not the computer. The foretold. That's a wonderful shot. Oh god. I'm just in awe of this episode. It's so hard to find commentary for this because it's just... You just feel I'm, so immersed I feel bad, in yeah, that we're not saying much, but... Yeah. It's just really well done, and it's... The tone of it is all really just fascinating. Because it's so rewatchable, it's so fun. But it's also, yeah, sadistic, depressing. It's thrilling. It's, it's perfect for Capaldi. It is everything, tone-wise, that you want in an episode. Plus, or an express. Come on. Yikes. Oh boy. Mm. <laughs> oh, that oh. visual. Oh, God. That's so creepy.
shit. God. <sighs> this shit is sad, but it's not even. It's so intriguing and it's so sad at the same time. Yeah. Doctor Nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> Answer is both. <laughs> it's not the Saturn Iron, that's for sure. Oh, I love this. I love when they explain, like, even, um, what's the word? <laughs> Oh, go on. Don't show us it. I <laughs> love it. Felt hard to say. Ha <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's such an ass. God, he's so good. Jeez. <laughs> Whoa, that never gets old. God. <laughs> you my mummy. <laughs> This is intense. Jesus. <laughs> God, that was...
<laughs> Thanks for that observation, Doc. I really wish we they would find out who set us all up, you know? What would you say? <clears throat> like, like, who's the, really the mastermind behind Gus? Yeah. I love so, that I'm so though, intrigued. I'm I want to see if I want to find out. Yeah. Except all those people that I let die from the mummy. But apart from that, I saved everyone else. <laughs> Is that what you'd like? Would you like to think that about me? Yeah. Would that make it easier? I didn't know if I could save her. I couldn't save Quell, I couldn't save your house. There's a good chance that she'd die too. At which point Oh god, I'm getting chills from the scene. I really can see why people love this episode. Yeah. But you still have to choose. Oh god, one of the biggest mispotentials ever. Heartbreaking. That job could uh, change him. Yes, it does. Oh. Oh. I love that there was a, that Frank Skinner was like, "Can I get a scene where I said yes?" And they actually filmed the scene for him. Oh, today? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's like, I remember seeing his like that he actually filmed an alternate version where he actually said yes to be on the TARDIS. Oh god, that Clara thing with the pianos. Getting chills. So is it done? Oh my god, it's Danny. I'm just I'm so glad Siri's not got rid of Danny. 
He was so annoying in Series 8. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine with it. Yikes. <laughs> oh, Clara. <laughs> Why did you have to lie to him like that? No, Clara. Oh my lord. Oh, I love that. It's synchronized. Literally makes you feel everything in one episode. And then, of course, the next episode after that is um, Flatline. And we may get to that episode in the future. <laughs> but yeah. Very strong episode. Very, very great episode. Uh, sorry for people that was listening. Hoping for, like, incredible insight. But if you're after incredible insight, you wouldn't be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I know I know very few things but that is one thing I'm definitely certain about <laughs> well, we make you know points every now and then about stuff we like but I don't know I think it was just more about just how impressive that episode is tonally for me um, yep. and how I mean this is the case for, for most of Who but yeah. even in moments of, of um, exposition I'm still just deeply enthralled I'm still like you know and that's and just, that's just good, good writing, but also just like an interesting like enough interesting concept enough to make you want to know, okay. okay. Even you were saying how, I want to know who Gus is, you know, like, like who's behind Gus. Gus. It's just that, that idea of just like, con I don't know. It, it, it's, just, it's just really good writing, and the direction is just as good. Um, yeah. I don't know. Great episode. Yeah. Yeah. Glad the end of the episode. Don't know what else to say. Yeah. Yeah. Take the good one. Two very solid episodes. For sure. All right. I think that's it for today, episode yeah. 38. Is there anything else you'd like to say before I wrap this thing up? Um, I, look, so my theme for next month, I've thought about it for a while. It's My theme is Christmas in July. So you oh. get actual Christmas, but I'm choosing two of my favourite episodes for July. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. What those two episodes are, I haven't decided yet, but I'm going to pick two of my favourites because, as I said, Christmas in July, it's all about gift-giving, so... Mm -hmm. That gives you an idea as to the quality of the episodes that we're going to go for. Um, but I am very intrigued to see if you could pick it. Um, yeah, I, I actually yeah. have no idea, so don't even bother asking me which episodes I have in mind. I don't. I just know that that's the theme. Because you have actual Christmas, so you may very well choose a Christmas episode in December, but I figured <laughs> I may also capitalise on... Um, me having Christmas and me picking my, my favourites two of my favourites anyway uh, yeah so that's what we have in store for next month sweet over to you over to me well yeah. yeah thank you so much for joining us on this extra long but just as juicy episode of Bigger on the Inside um, before we wrap things up nickname how can people 
see what you do online. All right, you can find me on Twitter. At <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for this. I was trying to think of it like, a, it like a like a weird way of saying it. Yeah. Off you go. You can find me on Twitter at Enquest63. You can find me on YouTube under the nickname. I'm actually going to start uploading videos again. <laughs> it's actually going to happen now. Now I got now I got uni off. I'm going to try and actually focus on actually getting up stuff uploaded. Um, uh, I have a Facebook page, Nintendo Quest. You can check it out if you like. I haven't posted anything in there in like a year, so don't really bother. But it's there anyway. Ringo, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on the Twitters at gcap. Uh, no, not G-Cap, sorry. No. George Fakalos. It's easier for me that way. Um, well, I'll just be tweeting about anything and everything. Mostly movies, but, you know, never li- never limited. Um, we're also on Twitter at B-O-T-I-A-U. Mm-hmm. And we're on uh, face- Facebook at Big on Inside AU. Correct. Sweet, I aced that one. You nailed it. Nailed it. Um... And you can find us on literally everywhere, which I still can't get over. Every, but, pod, um, every podcast platform you could think of. Imaginable. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Podcasts. Go on Spotify. Listen yeah. to us, you know? Tell your friends. Need Billie Eilish? No, no, no. We crave the attention. The <laughs> <laughs> so, until next month's Christmas in July, have a... You know, have a good month, people. Uh, Ringo out. Nickname out. <laughs> have a good month, people. I don't have know. Have a good month, people. Have a good month. Enjoy yourselves. If you're in Australia, stay warm. If you're not, stay warm.